This is Char. This is Barb. And this is Plug, Plug Your, Your Ears. Ears, where we sit back, chat a little, laugh a lot, and talk about anything <laughs> we want. Thought you forgot. You're lying there for a second. I did, and I'm not even drinking. <laughs> I know. Jesus. We're open, we're honest, and we are definitely not PC. Or drunk. Or drunk. Yeah. So, uh, open your water bottle. Or your monster. Yeah. Plug your ears. Plug your ears. So the story goes, we already recorded this entire thing last night, but then when we went to play it back and do all of the uh, editing, all it sounded like was meh. Yeah, it was unkind. It was not going to be pleasant to you guys, so we decided that we would do it again. And then we thought, okay, we'll do it this morning, and now it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> we could have a cocktail, but... <sighs> no, because mm. I'm still feeling meh from last night's recording. And you had a pretty long day of drinking last yeah, night. Yeah, I did. I said, like, pretty long day of drinking last night. Day um, of drinking turned into night drinking. Which turned into pseudo-morning drinking. Because we were recording till 11. Yeah. So, okay. So, this week, we are going to cover travel mishaps. And if I remember right, did I go first? You did. Okay, so I guess that means I got to go first again. So... When I was doing this story, all I could think of was I'd cover the Natalie Holloway story. But then I decided everybody knows about Natalie Holloway. Um, she's the girl that was murdered in... Oh, oh, found this one out last night. I remembered it wrong. I remembered it being chilly. Barb said it was Aruba. Aruba. So, she's the one that like totally disappeared for a long time and got murdered by the one roommate girl and one or two... Jordan Vander something. Jordan Vandersnook? Vandersloth or Vandersleek. Van I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. So, since most people know of that, and I pride myself in the obscure, not true, I just get tired of the same old shit. So, I decided to go less, or a little bit more, a little bit less mainstream, and I'm not drunk. And, and she I still can't English. <laughs> couldn't English yesterday, can't English today, it's just not working for me. So, I decided that since my mother's favorite place in the entire world is Costa Rica, that I thought we'd go there. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. So, my mom, my sister, and a couple of friends went and, well, my mom and my sister stayed in Costa Rica for an entire month. Friends came in for a week at a time, right around there, and then they'd stay there and they'd come home. But my mom and my sister stayed an entire month, had an Airbnb right on the water, nah. had a tree in the backyard that came fully equipped with a sloth. That's awesome. So they could sit outside, do whatever they were doing, and watch the sloth. So now they went in December, November of 2018, because they were gone for Thanksgiving. And I'm so glad that they actually came home alive. Because, yeah. Right? Because at that time, Costa Rica was not deemed safe to travel. It wasn't deemed safe to travel until January 4th of 2019, which ironically happens to be one year to the day before my mom's memorial so i really think my mom helped me plan this episode or at least was like hey let's talk about me a little bit more right <laughs> yes Wait, what about me right i also wonder if they were the guinea pigs they're like yeah let these stupid white american ladies come over and if they can all go home safe we're gonna we're safe we're gonna deem it safe for travel because i had friends like one of my girlfriends went over there with them she would walk up and down the beach all by herself. She even went off to see some fancy waterfall with a dude from Costa Rica. He was their tour guide. 
But it was just her and the tour guide went over there. No. Yeah. Now, there was one chick that went over there that would not crush my soul if she didn't come back. Because she was not a pleasant person. Not your favorite person? No, she was that chick, remember, at my last job that bullied me all the time and was super mean and was the reason I eventually left? Yeah. That was her. Well... Bang, like, they didn't pick right on that, did they? No, and she's still, <laughs> she is still there, and she is mean to my goddaughter now. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like you. And when you, uh, when you treat a 21-year-old kid poorly, yeah, she's still learning life. You're a bitch. And then you wonder why she got divorced. Hmm. I'm like, huh. You also wonder why she got divorced from an alcoholic. Hmm. You think you were the reason he drank a lot? Right, which came first. You're the reason I drank a lot. (laughs) We weren't fucking married. So, back to the story. Let's talk about Costa Rica. So, it was. Wait, I thought we were going to Costa Rica. We're going to talk about it now Uh, and then we're going to go. Okay. But this would have been a really good week to have rum, actually, because Costa Rica is rum, right? I don't know, because all of the girls that went over there just drink wine. And I never thought... Yeah, probably rum or like Kahlua. I would never have thought that Costa Rica would be wine, but they were drinking wine there. Well, yeah, they... But they aren't... You could probably get wine in Germany, even though it's a big beer country. Well, and they're not... They're beer drinkers and wine drinkers, but not alcohol drinkers. Uh, Liquor. I'm like, no, that's all got alcohol. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm a... Pretty much I could drink any of those things. I do not... um, What's the word? What's the word? I don't differentiate i like them all yeah yes right me too i'm i'm not yeah, if i I'm, go somewhere and they're drinking beer heck yeah i'm having a beer if they go somewhere and there's some wine the only thing i don't drink is like hard ciders yeah i don't it, i don't love them it gives me sour stomach and they just have i don't love them like either a bitterness to them. i don't know i don't know so needless to say let's talk about some costa rica except for truly i've never had truly i i can drink the white claw and they're pretty good, but in my opinion, I, I think, I'm sorry, White Claw, but we'll still take you as a sponsor. I do like the Trulies better. I may be your basic white bitch covered in skulls. I've never jumped on the Bear Claw or the Truly bandwagon. I mean, I'm sure that there's White no... Claw, not Bear Claw. But oh. anyways. Told you I never jumped on the bandwagon. I, I However, had them at my cousin's. I may want to grab them for next week's show, and we can have me be the white girl that tries it live on air. Yeah. Because I don't think they have any carbs in them. I don't know. I'll have, you have to get get the Truly, though. They taste better. Okay. We'll have to see, because I don't think they have carbs in it. Because Truly is just alcoholic water, right? I, I don't know. I just drank it. I didn't... I think it's alcoholic-flavored water, so we'll have to see. Um... But for now, we're going to talk about Costa Rica. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, is it bad that we're not drinking? So that's kind of all we're talking about know, is what right? we should be drinking. You guys, we are not alcoholics. No, we don't. I literally drink once a week and it's yeah. to do this podcast. Sometimes I drink two, but generally, yeah, that's my big night. Yeah. So we're going to travel to Costa Rica. It is a beautiful, beautiful country. But it was deemed unsafe in 2018 for all females to travel. Um, So 16 tourists were killed in Costa Rica in 2018. A number that I thought was pretty low by all means. Ah, See, I think that's a I mean, because it's just the tourists. Now, you know, I mean, 
factor in all their regular people murders. But this was deemed unsafe for tourists well, to I know, travel. Well, that's a lot in a 12-month span. I think if you have like a million people traveling there, 16's low. Now, maybe we've been talking about murders too much, but I think 16's yeah, really I, low. You have warped me. I mean, 16 out of 1 million is like not even a point zero zero one six percent chance. I have a better shot of winning the lottery than I do on those chances of getting murdered. Well, yeah, but if they they considered it unsafe for travel, that means that there weren't that many people going there. Well, this is what made them deem it unsafe for travel. So say I have a ticket to Mexico City for next month. God, if anybody wants to buy me a ticket to Mexico City. <laughs> um, and then three weeks from now, they deem it unsafe to travel. Mm -hmm. My dumbass bought that ticket. I'm still fucking going. So I'm sure there were still people going. Yeah. All I know is I would get there, get off the plane, leave the airport, buy a knife. I mean, yeah. I'm probably going to do that when I go to Mexico City anyhow. Yeah, that's probably a good Mexico idea. Mexico City. Right, right. But right. we all know, and I've said during Dia de los Muertos episode, it's my dream to go to Mexico City. So we'll see. Um, so let me tell you about these murders. March of 2018. Bruce McCollum was a Canadian photographer, and he was killed over there by stabbing because they were trying to rob him of his camera. He's Canadian. He's Canadian. Hey, can I have your camera? Sure, mate, have it. Here, hold on. If, we go, if you follow eh? me back to my hotel room, I got the rest of the accessories, eh? We'll just right. hand that to you because that camera's not good without the accessories. Yeah. Let's just I'll and get the bag. It for you. Right, I'll just go get it for you because it's easier to carry it all out in the camera bag. He's Canadian. Just fucking ask. <laughs> Don't kill him. Right, and if you're going to kill him, ask him where he would like to be killed. He will tell you. Yeah. I would like it right here, please. It would be much more productive, and I would bleed out quicker if you stabbed me here. Right, because Canadians might be nice, but they're also smart. That is a fact. So, August 1st of 2018... A Spanish female named Arcanza Gutierrez, she was staying with her husband when she decided to go on, well, one article said a walk, another article said a run, but she never came back from that. He was alarmed when she was gone so long, and he let the hotel know, and they did find her dead. Um, so what I didn't say last night, which I thought was really weird that I didn't put it in here, the thing that was interesting about hers was that the hotel, well, one article said hotel, one said Airbnb, found her in the back of it half buried, because it took months to find her. Oh, my gosh. They found her behind it half buried and half decomposed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. If she's only half buried and she's behind an Airbnb or a hotel, what kind of maintenance crew you got? You might want to rethink that, because they I'm, ain't doing something. Like, half buried, may, like, gives me a vision of her, like, buried from the waist down. And, like, right, like standing. she's buried in sand. Yeah. Yeah. Or was she, like, half covered up? I don't know. It just said Laying half down. buried and half decomposed. Well, yeah, if it took a month, of course they're yeah. going to, you know, I told you about that ambulance run. Right. Oh, yeah. And then the completely yeah. decomposed dude, this head fell off. Yeah, no, and then his spine was popping out right yeah they had to pick up the vertebrae off the floor after they finally used his clothes to get him into the body bag yeah no so then because now my stomach's lurching sorry on um it didn't the first time but i think it's because we just ate 
So August 2018, a 25-year-old Mexican female was raped and assaulted by two men. Then she was drowned. Yeah. That is the trifecta of fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> like... Pretty much. So here's the kicker with hers. She was walking on the trail with a British female who survived to tell the tale. Oh. And now my notes say, and Barb and I got in this argument last night, and Kayla agreed with me. I don't know why I worded it like this, but my notes say, although she was tickled on the lotus blossom, <laughs> she fought and was able to get away. So last night that got us on a conversation of what we call our lotus blossoms, and I call mine a nani, and Barb yeah, says that that's absolutely wrong, and she has never, ever heard. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a nanny. Even Kayla said it's a nanny. Well, yeah, because you raised her. <laughs> that's not a. That's not an indication of anybody else thinking it's a nanny. It's a punani. Nanny. Get it? Yeah. yeah. I can't have my four-year-old running around calling it a punani. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a nanny. Um, but you know what? My hus- my ex-husband used to like. He his job was always to give our girls a bath, and um, so he would be like, "Okay, now I gotta wash your front butt." it's a front butt new best friend would like to use that since he's a butt guy yeah front Mm -hmm. butt yeah see so then he could Mm -hmm. be a butt guy all the way around (laughs) literally (laughs) it's a reach around (laughs) Um, okay so on august 23rd 2018 that's wrong and again we're not drunk this is us sober you guys so, August 23rd, 2018, a 62-year-old American Aww. expat. Do you know what an expat is? Um, I do. <laughs> Tell me, Barb, what did you learn last night? It is a, a, an American citizen who doesn't no longer lives in America, but is still a citizen. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, I remember. Look at that. You weren't that drunk. Day drinking and I still remember. Right. She's a smart one. I know. She's not just a free thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, the American expat, Thomas Cook, was found dead in Yako. Yako is spelled J-A-C-O. You know how I know it's Yako? I do. Wait, you tell me again. that's where my mom and sister stayed for a month. God, you remember everything. See? I told you. I can't remember what we did last week, and we just recorded it for the second time, but she can fucking (laughs) remember everything tonight. So, he was... It's all coming back to me. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's her telepathy, guys. Mm. So Thomas Cook was found dead in Yako. He was found in a five-foot grave with his hands and feet bound together. Mm. Yeah, I know. Shady shit. He was identified solely by his back tattoo. So yay for tattoos. Everyone should get one. Everyone, yes. We were just talking about getting another one. My my problem, according to my mother, because my sister has a tattoo on her calf that says Andy. My mom's like, well, you never have to ID her. Right. But then I went and fucked up, and I have my name on my arm, my daughter's name on my ankle, and I want to get my mother's signature on my wrist. She's like, now people got to fucking guess yeah. who it is. Is it Kayla? Is it Andy? Is, is it Char? Is it Amy? Who the fuck is this person? So they're going to have to guess a name and um, hope that it's right. Well, if they call Kayla to- and she answers... Well, if they're just trying to ID, can you imagine Kayla watching the news at home and being like, a lady named Kayla was found deceased this morning. She was 
stabbed and raped and drowned in the Grand River. <laughs> the trifecta. Ew. The ultimate trifecta of fuck that's you. That's really insult to injury the Grand River. <laughs> right. Come on now. <laughs> right. So my sister used to do crew, you know, like the rowing. Uh-huh. She crewed for MSU. And they practiced in the Grand River. And I'm like, have you ever oh. hit something hard and questioned whether it was a body? And she's like, yep. Oh. <laughs> like, no joking aside. Oh, yeah, I know. Yep. I've questioned it. I'm like, I'm, it was a tree limb, right? And she's like, oh. We kept growing. <laughs> we didn't want to be part of that shit. So um, the shady thing about this guy with the back tat, I want to know if it was a tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking probably not. He's got a tramp stamp that says mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but right before he died, he withdrew a shit ton of money to repay a debt. Yeah. They I don't know what debt, but they did say that he has a known history in the area of sex and drugs. Yeah. That was she. That was a, that was a payback. So maybe he didn't have the right amount of money to repay the debt. Or maybe they decided to kill him anyways. Yeah, something. So then September, because that was in August. So in September, another U.S. expat, which is someone who is a U.S. citizen that no longer lives on U.S. soil but remains a citizen. That was How my, do you? Oh, that was my news anchor voice. Oh, did you like it? I did. I did like it. So excuse me as I hiccup on my water. So, you mean until they become a citizen of wherever they move to, then there's considered expats. Yes. So, like, if I was still an American citizen but went over to Mexico City on a visa, and I was in Mexico City for three years, I'm still an American citizen. Gotcha. I'm just living in Mexico City. Okay. So, that's how I take it. So, and, so I was just wondering how you become a not expat. Like, you become you a citizen. You get your citizenship there. Yeah. Yeah. So, in September, the expat was a sports book owner named William Sean Creighton. Sounds all fancy. He needs a the third. Right. So. Or, or he's a serial killer because, you know, serial killers always have three, have names. three names. Yes. Other than Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no, most serial killers have John two Wayne. Names. John Wayne Gacy does have two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, this dude, though. Also had an AKA that is the greatest AKA ever. He was, I'm going to change the AKA to awesomely known as. Okay. He was awesomely known as Five Dimes Tony. Five Dimes Tony. Uh-huh. Can you, do you have a gangster voice? Can you do a gangster voice and say that? Um. It needs a gangsta. And not like the gangsta that I can do, like I'm straight up from the hood. I don't know if I have. I, I'll have to work on that. Yeah. One of us has to be able to do a gangster, and it's not me. I can do a gangsta. You can, you're going to have to master a gangster. Gang, like classic gangster? Like Al Pacino style classic oh. gangster. Mm. Or like... What are you? Tony Five Mon- times Tony? Yeah. Or like <laughs> Tony Montoya. Kind of that New York accent? Yep, like yeah. Tony Montoya. Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. Oh, See, yeah. it just doesn't sound right for me. So Five Dimes Tony was a man that started Five Dimes, which was an online casino where they could do sports betting. So he was legit a bookie, um, legally a bookie, I guess. But um, I'm not really so sure that this dude's story was a whole... It reminds me of the one before it, but it's different. Do you know why? Hmm. You know why. 
um, because he was kidnapped an entire year before he oh, was located. Right. So he was kidnapped in 2017. Yeah, but do they know when he died? No, they don't. So he was kidnapped in 2017. On the day of his kidnapping at about 10 p.m., he left work without a bodyguard, which was unnormal, and he got into his Porsche Cayenne Turbo. No, poor baby. Right. Which kind of means he doesn't deserve Tony Five Dimes. Because shouldn't he have been rolling in a Cadillac? Right. All the gangsters had the caddies. Right. So, according to all of the... Well, maybe that was his summer car, his winter car. Mm, they don't have winters in Costa Rica. It was his off-season. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it was his, like, non-tourist season. Right. So, while driving through the neighborhood of Grenadilla de Curra... Blah, 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 Two men. <laughs> Proud of you. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> hard. She nailed it so hard. Straight to its coffin. <laughs> she didn't nail it. She murdered it. Murdered. Murdered. Yes. <laughs> so um, while he was driving through that neighborhood, two men wearing Costa Rican traffic officer uniforms pulled him over per ESPN. So... Two men wearing the uniforms, not necessarily to say that they were traffic Right, and cops. it didn't say that they were in a cop car. All it said is they were wearing the uniforms. And as they approached his vehicle, four men in a gray pickup truck came onto the scene, abducted Creighton. This again, per ESPN. I don't understand. I think because maybe ESPN has all that like world tour poker. I don't understand how an abduction gets on ESPN. Other well, than he sports was a gambling. Bookie, five dimes Tony. Right? Rolling in a Porsche instead of a caddy. So the next morning, Creighton's family received an alarming call demanding five million dollars five million dollars in ransom, according to Costa Rica's Judicial Investigation Agency. AKA OIJ. No fucking huh? clue. Costa Rica's Judicial Investigation Agency, for their acronym, is OIJ. <laughs> Makes no sense. Hmm. I'm betting it has something to do with translation. Possibly. Because maybe, I don't know. OIJ revealed that $1 million in ransom was paid. However, it was too late. Wait, they asked for five. Right. It's a little too little too late. Oh, yeah, I would have to say. Right. So they were, A, he's only worth a million, not five. And we're not going to worry about being on time for this. So, mm, needless to say, he never made it back to his family. I mean, if you don't have the whole amount, don't even bother wasting the mill. Right. It's kind of a, fuck you. Yeah. Although and it's I'm not, not the trifecta meaning, of fuck you. Right, but I don't even Poker. mean it's like a fuck you to the kidnappers. It's kind of a fuck you to William Creighton the third. Yeah. No, he's not at the third. Um, <laughs> so his remains were found buried in an unmarked grave in an unmarked cemetery. That's pretty brilliant. It's pretty fucking genius because if the earth is turned like somebody just got buried. Yeah, who'd know? Nobody's good. I mean, everybody'd know. You could leave it right there just that Except for maybe like the groundskeeper or like the. Well, I'm sure they've got three or four of them, so they wouldn't even think anything of it. Like if there's, you know, somebody could have been buried there two days ago when I was not working. I wouldn't. If I was a grave digger, I wouldn't give a fuck who else 
like you know yeah it's just another but what's hole an to unmarked dig. cemetery i don't know that one either i wondered about that i'm thinking maybe it's like the um in all the old shows and <coughs> movies and stuff there's like the cemetery of the damned where there are unknown people or people oh. who or maybe it was from a war has costa rica ever been in a war i don't you know it's just one of those like a mass grave type thing maybe Huh, I don't know. I don't know either. So, but the cool, not cool, <laughs> not cool. The thing about the cemetery is this thing, this cemetery was located three hours away from where he was abducted. Oh. And that's per the Costa Rica star. So wait, how do they not know how, when, I mean, don't they have I'm betting that Costa, technology to know so when no, he. No, So Costa Rica, I did not know this until. <laughs> So I didn't know this until my mom and sister and them came back. Oh, we're running pretty behind. Costa Rica is not what people think Costa Rica is. Like, they are, it's an extremely poor country. They are very, very behind in technology hmm. and all that good hmm. stuff. So, no, they probably don't have the means. So, I don't know. So that is my story. All right. Ta -da -da -da! Dog's going to bark because mailman just walked up. So we're going to take a break and we'll come back with Barb's in five, four, three, two. And we're back. We're back. So we it did. It's my turn. We did save you guys in your ears because right after I hit Urk, the dog does start barking for the mailman. So now it's Barbara Jean's turn. So for my story, we went to Auckland, New Zealand for the story of Grace Mullane. Um, she was a backpacker hiking through New Zealand, um, and uh, I'm going to save that little tidbit for a little bit later. But, okay, so there had been many murders there, all at the hands of men, and one was unsolved. Grace Mullane, she was 22. She just turned 22, like was murdered on her birthday. Oh, no, that's a shitty birthday. And she had just graduated with a bachelor's in advertising and marketing. What do you want for your birthday this year, Barb? Murdered. Not to be murdered. <laughs> right. It's pretty high um, hopes, but since we, I live in Lansing. <laughs> um, she, advertising and marketing, and she was on a back backpacking trip during her gap year. I guess between college and adulthood. And college and a job, yeah. Take a year off. Um, she was on a two-week stay. She went to find herself, Barb. I guess so. She was, um, she was on a two-week stay in Auckland after six weeks in South America. Where's Auckland, Barb? How many people live there? What's the elevation, Barb? Come on, come on. Oh, my God. I don't know. Wait, wait, what? I know. Remember, I was drunk when I was doing this. It's not wow, my best work. Wow, Barbara Jean. Um, she got to Auckland November... Oh, I'm sorry. She got to New Zealand November 20th and in Auckland November 30th. She was seen on video around town December 1st and the last time with a man with the man who was accused of her murder. It is said that the pair had arranged to meet via a dating app, Tinder. Um, when her parents didn't hear from her the next day in response to the, their happy birthday wish, wishes. Has a total population of 1.6959 people, so a million and a half people. Um, yeah. They reported her missing three days later. The hotel reports that she never made it, went to her room on December 1st. I expected, like, a little itty-bitty, like... 
nobody's there living a hut kind of thing. Oh no, Auckland. This is fucking like Dubai. Yeah. No, it's a big. <laughs> it's a big. So see, that's what I have to do when Brooke's not here. Yeah, Brooke. So, as I said, the hotel re- reported that she never returned to her room on December first, and initially the police stated that there was no evidence of foul play, but later gathered evidence that she was no longer alive. And on December eighth, they announced the investigation was being treated as a homicide. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, it took them, you know, seven days to come up with it was a homicide. Um, they found her body December 9th in Wetakir Ranges. Police asked the public help in locating a shovel, and that was found December 13th. They also asked for help tracing a uh, 2016 Toyota Corolla that was rented by the accused. Oh, rent a car, because that's not traceable. He, The suspect, he was 26-year-old, who'd been staying in an Auckland hotel, he was born and raised in the Wellington region of New Zealand. His parents separated when he was nine. He was raised by his father and his grandfather, uh, his, and his mother moved overseas. I wonder how empathetic he was being raised by two men. Right, and never, you know, like mom was like, adios, gotta go. Right, fuck you, I'm out. Then the father remarried and made a blended family, so then it was just him against the steps, apparently. Um, he worked like as Cinderella a bartender. Style? Yeah, I, I mean, and I didn't really go into it that much, and I was drunk. <laughs> um, but he was estranged. He had an estranged relationship with his family due to his penchants for dishonesty and stealing. Oh, shocker! He had a drunk driving conviction in New Zealand, I and wonder a dis- if that was anything to do with his ab- abandonment issues. Yeah, and he had a. Um, disorderly behavior arrest in South Auckland. Without being drunk, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I could understand, I understand drunk and disorderly, but yeah, disorderly no. minus the drunk. Disorderly behavior, I don't know whatever that is. Hmm. And he may or may not have fathered a child while living in Sydney between 2013 and 2016. How do you not know if you fathered a kid? Well, and in, Sydney's like a different country. Well, no, yeah, he lived there from 2013 to 2016. Oh, and okay. his Paternal grandfather said that he did, and like there were conflicting people saying he didn't. So I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in there just to kind of give you a little. Um, and his name was Brian Dickey. Um, <laughs> Dickey. <laughs> it was stated that he strangled Grace sometime after 9:40 p.m. on December 1st. Moments later, his phone shows that instead of calling 911, which in uh, New Zealand is 111. Oh, I would he, think nine, that might fuck up some travelers. Oh, there's an emergency. Call 911. <laughs> it should be universal. He searched how to dispose of a dead body and he viewed porn. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Every it, guy views porn, though, so. Yeah, after they kill someone? Well, maybe it was necrophilia porn. Oh, and he took intimate photos of Grace's body. Huh. Definite necrophilia porn. Just saying. It didn't say anything about that. So his lawyers argued that Grace's death was a tragic accident. They stated that she had interest in bondage and S&M and had asked Brian to um, choke her during consensual sex. Hmm. They tried to say that he was a man in panic mode and he folded her into a suitcase and drove her to Waitakere Ranges, buried her in a shallow grave just meters from the road. Her parents in court had to listen to the graphic details. Okay, go ahead, Barb. 
rolling. Okay, sorry, my bad. Um, her, her parents had to listen to graphic details about how Grace was killed, intimate details of her sex life, and witness accounts of the other women who'd also encountered Brian. Um, Wait, say, you said that fast. I couldn't register that. What? Her parents... I'm drunk. I'm not. I'm sober, <laughs> and I couldn't register it. Her parents had to um, listen to graphic details about how Grace was killed, intimate details of her sex life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And witness accounts of other women who'd encountered Brian. Because that's a mother's dream. Right. Ugh. A picture of Brian was painted of a man who used Tinder to pursue young women for deviant sex. There were... Um, Three women who testified, the first was a waitress who said that they had texted about their mutual interest in rough sex. Oh, I wouldn't want to hear that. Um, they met and had sex on their first date, which included choking, which she admitted was her preference. Who does that? Who has sex on the first date? I don't know. That's really wrong. Skanky. The second exchanged intimate pictures and they talked on the phone she told the court that he liked feet dominating and strangulation <clears throat> feet i fucking men and feet i'm telling you you know i can't even remember how many times like being on a normal non-sexual deviant website dating website that i've been asked to send pictures of my feet i'm not kidding really yeah huh um, they never bet. Yeah, they never met, but he continued to text her asking for a date up to three days after Grace died. Huh? So he's still trying to hook up with this other chick three days after he killed Grace. The last woman, um, woman that testified, um, said that they were going to go to a bar, but they decided to go to a. Um, they met up at a bottle shop, liquor store. And they went to his place. They um, sat and they talked and chatted for three hours. And then he started kissing her and led her to the bed. She told him that, uh, yeah, this isn't going to happen. We're not having sex. And he laid on top of her and, like, wouldn't get up. And she was, like, struggling and kicking. And finally she pretended to pass out um, to get her him to get off of her. And he finally did. And she, like, ran out terrified, apparently. But the defense had um showed over 700 texts between the two of them after their date hmm. so if you were really that between the two of them so from his phone to her phone and her phone to his phone and after he supposedly tried to kill her and she was terrified and ran away terrified um and she said that she kept in touch because she was worried that he'd show up somewhere in her life and kill her interesting which i'm not i'm not kind of not buying Mm-mm. But there, so this, so the murder, she was strangled at like 9.40-ish p.m. 8 a.m. the next day, he was um, witnessed buying a suitcase and returning to his hotel. Because he lived in a hotel. They went back to his hotel. Her hotel said, yeah, she never came back here December 1st. So at 5 p.m. that night, he went on another Tinder date. And the woman stated that he was a weird man and the date didn't last very long. She's, there was like video, you know, like surveillance type video from wherever they, the bar that they were at or whatever that showed them leaving together. But she's like, oh, yeah, we were parked in the same general area. So I don't know. I think yeah, some of these women shady. sound a little shady. Um, and then he buried Grace about 6 a.m. the next morning. 
Um, his interviews and his attorneys tried to paint a picture of a frantic man in a situation that looked bad and he panicked. Huh. But, you know, I just feel like you never get away with it. But uh, he received, and this is the thing I don't understand about prison sentences. Excuse me. He received life with a minimum of 10 years without parole. So how is that life? That's 10 years. Without parole. Right. He couldn't he couldn't so they be most eligible. likely wouldn't put him they most likely wouldn't let him go after that though. Like he's eligible for parole possibly in ten years. So how is that life? No, that's not gonna happen. Probably not. Um, so yeah, that's my story of Grace Mullane. Huh, that poor Okay, I wanna say that poor, poor girl. That poor mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, um, I didn't have this in my notes, but I did read that, like, when they, like, put up the pictures that he took on his phone up, Grace, like, sexual pictures after she was dead that he took after he killed her, she, her, her mom walked out of the courtroom. Which I kind of guess I don't blame her. No. So, on that note, how about you tell me something good? So I'm gonna go with bacon deviled eggs. Right. We had Thanksgiving that on is, Thursday. Uh, Shar's on keto diet, which means nothing good. But my daughter's godmother brought me keto friendly deviled eggs with bacon. Which so you're really your something good is that just somebody did something just special. For you, which was awesome. Which is extremely awesome. She's the most On top amazing. of it, it sounded amazing. <laughs> she is the most amazing human. I'm very, very lucky to have her in my life. Um, the whole family's great. But yeah, she awesome. wanted to make that special for me so that I could have that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what my tell you sent me something good was in the first take of this episode, but I think it was um, Thanksgiving with my kids and my mom. And, and um, no, that wasn't it. That was my filler when you were doing something else. Yes. I think it was uh, something else, maybe. I can't remember. But let me think if I can think of something. Uh, four-day weekend. I'm going with that. Oh, yeah. It's a four-day weekend. It's only Saturday. I've been off work for two days already. Me too. I woke up yesterday morning, and I was like, Ah, shit, I gotta go to work tomorrow. I didn't have to go to work today. Go yeah, to work see? Monday. So, what's your company, girl? So, I... Um... I'm supposed... I was going to originally have my company on when we did this. However, I have on socks. So, it literally says, okay, let's talk companies now, and I have mine on. But you don't. But I don't. So if we look at my non-existent feet, well, I mean, my feet are existent, but so I was going to have on a pair of my Toms. Oh. Yes. I love Toms. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a really good job. I sound like a really good human in these because I really do support these companies yeah. that I'm telling people right. about. Again, hippie child, you learn. Right. Um, so, one up for me. I do support these companies. And two up for me, I do not walk around in my house with my shoes on. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I do. But So, let's talk about Tom's. 
I fucking love Toms. I think they're comfortable. And they're super cute. I don't think they're super cute. I think they're cute. I don't think I like they're ugly, that. but I don't think they're super cute. They're um, cuter than Crocs. They're cuter than Crocs. I wear Kayla's Crocs every day. So, um, me and Kayla call them the mom shoes. Toms? The mom shoes? Yeah, hey, I guess. Gotta go get on my mom's. <laughs> but, but... I think that the company is an amazing company. Um, well, what do they do? Oh, there's the rest of my notes for my story. I wondered where they all went. Huh. They're after my Tom. See if I would have paid attention. I got more stories, but oh, well, screw it. Um, so, <laughs> the cool thing about Tom's is you can get them absolutely anywhere. I get mine at jcpenny.com or, or Amazon. I think I actually saw them at, like, Target or Meyer? Possible. No matter I'm, where you get them, you Meyer. should get them. Because for every shoe that you purchase, they give back. Now, the thing is, Tom's has an actual annual give back report. This ah. year's was 43 pages. So in order to tell you how they give back, would be ours. They give back to giving communities clean water. I All thought the, they gave shoes to kids. So Bob's. Oh, okay. Gives shoes oh, oh, oh. to kids. Okay. Um, but Tom's does things like they have a what they call the Global Network of Giving Partners. So they do it in Kenya. They do it in Corona. They have one in L.A., the Magic Bus, um, as I'm scanning through this. So they give grants to places, orphanages, that kinds of things. Nice. Um, very, very good for people mm -hmm. um they have given grants for trees but it's more for the people and the community than the environment but they do a very good job for people so awesome. go toms go toms go get you some mm-hmm so i found this um website actually i didn't find the website i found an article oh, but i think there is there is a website the company is called hand in hand um, their products are, um, they have sugar scrubs, body wash, lotion, soap, lip balm. Um, their products are cruelty free, totally natural and sustainable. Oh, so Kayla can use them because her vegan ass has to have that stuff. And sustainably made. Oh, they have candles. Their candles run about 24 bucks. Hand but I'm going to assume if they're that, they're soy, which is not a bad price for right. a soy can. That's when you can tell I raised a vegan. Right. Um, their hand soaps around about $14, lip balm, 10 bucks. They sell it at Target. Really? And for every product that's sold, they donate a bar of soap and a month of clean water to a child in need. Aww. So. So a child doesn't have swamp ass and sticky pits. Right. Sticky pits. So, yeah, and, and um, their website has the things that I think that you can purchase but they also has it has like a they also has shush it they I'm also the have it also has <laughs> a store locator where you can just if you don't want to pay i don't know if you have to pay shipping but where you can go and see where they're sold but the article that i read about it said that they sell it the collection at target oh that is so cool i yeah. wonder if every target has it now how does it give back to the community you said they donate a bar of soap and a month of clean water. Okay, so that's... Never mind. I was about to go. So that's it. That's all they do. Yes. Which, 
is yes. a lot. Yes. No. But yeah. For they, some reason, that they focus. I'm so used to you being like, it does this and it does this and it does this no. and it does mm-hmm. like that was very, very simplistic coming yep. from you. <laughs> yes. I know my <laughs> last like, time was, was only, like, it was 10 trees. Yes. But then you were talking about the locator and like you had this elaborate background story on and that. and all of the pro- and all of the different materials yeah. that you could yeah nope so this just, one was this. just kind of like yep. that's it that's done that's all i got so that's why they donate soap and clean water to children you know in not I, so good so. i know my child might be in need <laughs> yeah and no not that but it's cuz i've been waking her up way too close to the time she has to leave for work so yeah, that's my that's my story. That is a wonderful story. This is a short episode. It is. And the funny thing is it's exactly fifteen minutes short. Which, which would have been Google Brook. Which we actually kinda of planned because Google Brook was supposed to tell a story this time and she was unable to come. So there's Brooke's fifteen minutes. We did really good planning on that. Yay yeah. us. We're I could have filled it did, in if I would we have. Could've, we're going to say we did that on purpose. Yes. I could have filled it in if I would have known where the other half of my notes <laughs> right. was. But hey. Hey. No one's perfect. So, okie dokie. So, I think anything else we want to. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't remember what we're doing next week, but I can check it out later. Uh, we'll have to check it out because I'm going to have to start doing some homework. I, I might want to Because I homework it quite a bit. And I, I've been, I have been slack a lacking. Well, I had those couple of weeks around mom where I was slack lacking, so I tried to... Well, it was a short week, and it was end of month. I was super busy at work, and I just didn't have time to kind of look up anything to give me some ideas. See, to... your end of month is different than mine. Like, if my month ends and we're not at work, I can do it on the 3rd. Oh, no. We have to have all of our runs in, all of our money in before end of month. Well, that's because you guys are a billing company. I'm just law, so right. it doesn't really matter. So, all right, guys, then we will talk at you next week. Time to unplug your ears. Unplug. Bye.